group experience is a new and refreshing way for you, your friends, or your family to travel. Check the show notes to learn more. Welcome to DBE. I'm your host, Stevie G. Whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or any other audio platform, thanks so much for tuning in. You can also find the show on groupexperience.com, the official home of the podcast. Need an idea for your next trip? Well, you are in the right place. Travel pros from Texas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana teamed up to put together Cowboys, Indians, and all that jazz. An eight-day itinerary that takes you through each state and presents truly unique experiences. DBE is bringing you a three-part series that features the people who put this itinerary together. Check your show notes so you can follow along as we discuss this trip state by state. For today's episode, I'm joined by Erica Telsey from the Shreveport Bossier Convention and Tourism Bureau, Kathy Carter from the Alexandria Pineville Convention and Visitors Bureau, and Two Tran from New Orleans and Company. Erica, Kathy, and Two help tell the last part of our journey by sharing unique experiences and attractions in their regions of Louisiana. All right. Let's get to the home stretch. I hope you enjoy part three of Cowboys, Indians, and all that jazz. All right, I am joined by three special guests today. I have Erica from Shreveport, Kathy uh, from Alexandria, and two from New Orleans. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show to help me cover this third section of the Cowboys, Indians, and all that jazz itinerary. Thank you. Happy to be here and be a part. Perfect. Well, let's, let's dive right into it. Um, you know, we had started off, uh, obviously in Texas, talking to Heather and learning about Grapevine. Then we went up to Oklahoma and now we are on to your state of Louisiana and we are on day number five. Day five. Um, so day five starts with us in Louisiana at the East Bank District and Plaza, the only open container district in Louisiana outside of New Orleans. In the Half Mile Entertainment District, visitors can find restaurants, an antique shop, a brewery, an axe-throwing bar, and more. Wow, that sounds so incredibly fun. Can you maybe give me some more insight and and tell me more about the East Bank District and Plaza? Sure. So um, the East Bank District is located in downtown Bossier City. And over the last few years, they have really revitalized that area. Um, There's always been local businesses in that area. Um, We've had an Italian restaurant that's been there for many, many years. And um, here recently, we've had some great people to come in um, and and just liven it up a bit. Um, So like you said, there is a brewery, the only brewery that's located in Bossier City, um, which is Flying Heart Brewing um, and Pub. And that is actually an old fire station. So it has a lot of character and it's a lot of fun and they do offer food there as well. Um, And across the street, we have um, sort of like a festival area. So your group can go or visitors can go and um, enjoy farmer's market, live entertainment. Um, and that, that area is just real lively. We also have an axe throwing place. And I don't know if you guys have ever done axe throwing, but it is so much fun. <laughs> 
So um, in right next door, um, there's frozen Piro and oyster bar. So you can go and, and get some great oysters and uh, Bojack's, which is phenomenal. They have great Cajun cuisine. Um, and it's just a very lively area. Like you said, it's an open container area. So you're welcome to move about. Uh, it's very walkable. Um, there's antique shops along the way. Um, and it's just a great place to go and spend a few hours with your friends or family. Yeah, so many fun activities. I know axe throwing is, is super trendy right now, and rightfully so, because it's so dang fun to do. Um, and what's cool is, you know, everything is located right by the Louisiana Boardwalk outlets, and then you have several hotels there as well. Um, can you maybe talk about, you know, the, the shops and the outlets, um, and maybe give some options on hotels that if people are looking to stay the night that they can choose from? Absolutely. So the East Bank District is located... Um, you know, within just a few feet from, first of all, Horseshoe Casino and Hotel, um, Shreveport and Bossier, we have five casino uh, properties here. Um, Horseshoe is one of the first ones that ever made it to Shreveport when uh, we brought gaming to the state. Um, and right next door is the Louisiana Boardwalk. And Louisiana Boardwalk has um, all types of shopping. Um, there's a chocolate shop. Uh, there's vast pro shops uh, there. So, you know, for those that love the outdoor adventure, um, they want to go check out some nice apparel or if they want to go buy a boat or whatever, they can go over to the Bass pro shops. Um, but again, there's a lot of restaurants. There's a carousel. Um, we have several new properties that have come up in that area. Um, Residence Inn by Marriott is one of the newest. Um, and on the same grounds as Louisiana Boardwalk is also Margaritaville uh, Casino and Resort, which is our um, newest casino that is to the Shreveport Bossier area. Um, so again, within walking distance, they can go and um, shop at the boardwalk, walk over to the casino game a bit um, and have a good time. And I'm, I want to add as well at the boardwalk, there is a movie theater that's there. So, um, you can grab a movie, you can grab cocktails and you can do some great, great shopping. Perfect. So after a full day five of traveling to Louisiana and finally arriving, um, there's no shortage of things to do. We're going to hit a hotel and call that a day. So let's move on to day number six. Day six. Day six starts uh, in the swampy bayou country on the beautiful Caddo Lake. Am I saying that right? Is it pronounced Caddo? You are. Tell me it about is. tell me about the Caddo Lake. So Shreveport Bossier is known as Sportsman's Paradise. So you will get a very scenic feel. Um, you know, you can kayak, you can fish. We do have uh, private fishing guides who can take you on a, a guided fishing tour. Um, and it's just so serene. Like I can literally go out there and spend the afternoon. Um, but so, yeah, there's all types of outdoor uh, adventures that you can do out on Cattle Lake. So for someone who's never been to Louisiana, um, maybe someone from up north or, or just far away, I know they, they wonder, you know, am I going to see a gator? That's probably a question they have. So is that likely? Will someone, you know, probably see a gator on their uh, adventure at Caddo Lake? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you'll definitely see, um, you know, you'll see gators. You'll see uh, different types of birds that's unique to our area. Um, yeah, it, you'll see a lot. It's crazy because last week I was um, out on Cattle Lake and there was an eagle's nest. And it was just, 
so I was on the boat and so they just took us around and, you know, we didn't get too close because the mother was, you know, guarding the nest. But um, but so, yeah, you'll see all types of, of wildlife. <laughs> and if you don't make a stop at Caddo Lake, but you still want to see a gator, make sure to visit Gators in France, which is an alligator park in Ketting Zoo. And so, um, you know, you'll definitely see gator. You can um, attend a feeding of the gators. You can pet a baby gator. Um, and then there's other animals that you can pet as well, like, you know, um, deer and libra and just zebras, all types of things out at Gators and Friends. Very fun. So after, you know, getting an outdoor experience, maybe seeing a gator there on Caddo Lake, um, before we head south, uh, I think we should stop by the Shreveport Municipal Auditorium to kind of give that a tour. What What might I find in the Shreveport Municipal Auditorium? So the the Shreveport Municipal Auditorium is our claim to fame. Um, Music is the universal language. It's our love language. We love a chance to get together and enjoy some great music. Well, the one thing unique about the Municipal Auditorium is um, it's where Elvis Presley got his start. So when the Grand Ole Opry turned Elvis down, he came and performed um, at the Municipal, which was then known as the Louisiana Hayride, uh, which was a live radio broadcast show, uh, much like American Idol. So you would go and you would perform. Um, If you got a standing ovation, you were asked to come back and do another set. Well, let's just say everybody loved Elvis. So um, when you go to the Municipal Auditorium, um, if available, you could do a backstage tour and walk the very stage that Elvis performed on. But not only Elvis, other great country and Western artists like Hank Williams, Johnny Cash, Kitty Wells, so many of our great country and Western um, performers and singers actually got their start on Louisiana Hayride. So just being able to go there, go backstage, tour the dressing uh, room and hear the stories of the hayride is just an amazing experience. Um, so at the Municipal Auditorium, not only can you get the musical tour, but you can actually get a history uh, tour as well. And they even do haunted tours. So it's really exciting to go into the auditorium at night and hear all the great ghost stories. Um, and across the street is uh, the James Burton Foundation. And James Burton was Elvis Presley's uh, lead guitarist for many years, and he's very well known internationally. And still to this day, he's often out on tour. But if you're in town and you're going over to the municipal, we always encourage people to walk across the street and go and tour James Burton's foundations. Um, He has an amazing collection of guitars. And just seeing all the memorabilia from the Hayride days um, is always exciting as well. Very cool. You know, this sounds to me like a a must visit, especially for those uh, people like me who just love music and music history. So uh, I think that's really cool. Is is the auditorium still operating today? Does it still run shows today? Absolutely. So the Hayride is long gone. However, um, it's a functional venue. They have concerts. They have cotillions. They have all different types of things in that um, in in the the auditorium. So absolutely. Well, let's shift gears a little bit here. Um, From Shreveport, we're going to travel one hour and 45 minutes to Alexandria. Um, Here, history comes to life at the Kent Plantation House, a pristine example of French Creole architecture and the oldest structure standing in central Louisiana. Uh, Kathy, can you actually tell me a little more about the Kent Plantation House? Uh, What's that experience like for, for any visitor? It is an amazing experience. Um, Right now, they are doing tours by appointment only due to COVID. But 
they take you through each individual building and they have like a open hearth cooking at times. And then they have, um, I know every year they'll have sugar day and they'll actually have, you know, someone there showing how they make the sugar. It's recreated with like an actual sugar meal and then they'll have crafts and music and food at that time. But they have, as you go through, they will have someone tell the story of the different pieces that are throughout the buildings. It's a very, very neat experience. I've, I've been through it several times, and every time there's something new. Very cool. And, and I guess how much time would you allocate on a visit here if you were going to visit with your family or friends? About how much time would you set aside to do this? Uh, to really get the full the full thing, I would definitely say at least at least an hour and a half to two hours. That way, after you go through the tour, you can always go back through and, you know, kind of browse back over. They have a little gift shop as well, so you can go in there and find locally made products, Louisiana made products, just some very interesting, unique gifts. Awesome. Now, the next stop on the itinerary, the Lloyd Hall Plantation, is currently not operating, um, but... Of course, there's many, many great alternatives, and I know one thing that you know is Alexandria is known for is their zoo. Can you tell me a little bit more about the zoo? Oh, I love our zoo. It is amazing. Um, it's been open since 1922. They recently opened back up from Wednesday to Sunday at 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Um, after six long months. They had a lot of damage from Laura and Delta hurricanes whenever they came through. They have several, several different exhibits, and they're always working on different exhibits. I know they have the Louisiana Habitat, which covers about three and a half acres, and it features flora and fauna, architecture, industry, and culture of Louisiana. It has marshes and swamps, and, I mean, there's cougars and otters and black bears. And they recently had three little river otter pups that were born in mid-March. So that's really cool because we follow them on Facebook and they're always posting little videos of them and they're just adorable. That is really, really cute. Uh, Kathy, do you have a favorite exhibit maybe yourself? Is there one that, you know, just is your absolute favorite? My personal favorite is uh, Jack and Diane. They're actually cougar siblings. Whenever uh, hurricanes, the hurricanes came through, they ended up going to stay at the Baton Rouge Zoo for a little while because their habitat had a lot of damage. But they came home in late April. I haven't been back to see them yet, but I'm planning a visit soon with my two grandsons, and we're going to go check them out. But, yeah, that's definitely my favorite, my favorite pair to go see while I'm there. Now, before we move on to New Orleans, I did do some research, and I know that Alexandria has some great outdoor opportunities, you know, around the area. Can you maybe give me some more insight? Talk about the the outdoor opportunities that someone can experience when they're visiting. Oh, yes. Yeah. We, are, we are just in the middle of Kasachi National Forest. Um, close by, there's Kincaid Lake, which is awesome for fishing. And it also has Tonk Cypress Inn, which is a very, very popular restaurant in central Louisiana. Um, it's located right on Kincaid Lake. And we were just out there last week and they have beautiful sunsets. Um, there's uh, the Wild Azalea Trail, which is good for hiking and biking. Um, fishing, there's a 40 acre paradise. I mean, there's there's Valentine Lake, there's uh, Kincaid, Cotill, Bulow, and we're right on the river, so it's perfect, you know, to get out there and do a little bit of different fishing. I mean, there's just all kinds of outdoors activities in central Louisiana. Um, so, you know, from Alexandria, we're going to continue on to New Orleans, which is about three hours and 15 minutes. 
there is plenty of hotel options. So we're going to grab a hotel and call that a day. Day seven. Um, we start in New Orleans. Uh, we get our first taste of the Big Easy bright and early with uh, a stop at the Café du Monde. Uh, two, can you tell me about the Café du Monde, please? Sure, absolutely. Um, so the original Café du Monde coffee stand was established in 1862 in the French market. Um, the café is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, so the menu, it's a very simple menu. It consists of dark roasted coffee, chicory, beignets, white and chocolate milk, and fresh squeezed orange juice. Um, the coffee is served black or alay. So alay means it's mixed half and half with hot milk. Um, the beignets are square French style donuts and they're covered with powdered sugar. It's a true first start experience in New Orleans. Um, my recommendation, don't wear black and bring cash because it is cash only. I love it. Well, after getting some authentic uh, New Orleans breakfast there at Cafe Du Monde, you know, the best way really to get out and, and learn a city, especially New Orleans, is by foot. Um, so there's a, a good, you know, bit of ways that you can explore it, whether it be just exploring it on your own or maybe doing a walking tour with a guide. Um, but you're going to want to get out and explore the French Quarter. Uh, talk to me about the French Quarter for anyone that, you know, out there that might not know what that is. Absolutely. I always recommend um, any uh, an itinerary to include some free time to walk through the French Quarter. It is our 13-block by 6-block district and home to some of the oldest bars, family-run restaurants, unique shops, and um, it, you can also catch a live pop-up performance in the French Quarter at any given time. That is cool. And that's like the the historic real district of New Orleans, right? You're going to get all the culture. I mean, you kind of touched on it there, but you're really going to, you know, experience the true New Orleans culture there, right? Right. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, I feel like it brings back the best memory. It's something that you found on your own. And that's what's going to happen if you explore on your own in New Orleans. There's so many, you know, itineraries out there you can follow, recommendations, but really just to kind of venture out into the quarter and, you know, walk in some of these stores or restaurants or bars or live music venues. Um, the opportunities are endless uh, for things to find in the French Quarter. So I don't know about you guys, but whenever I'm walking around a city, I get hungry and, you know, it's never a bad time to stop and grab a snack. Um, on our itinerary here, it talks about grabbing a muffaletta at Central Grocery. Uh, what is a muffaletta? And tell me about Central Grocery. Sure. So Central Grocery is a third-generation, old-fashioned uh, grocery store. It was founded in 1906 uh, by Italian immigrants. And that's what makes New Orleans such a city full of cultural and fascinating traditions. We truly credit this to our residents that settled here since the 1700s and just held on tight their way of life. So in New Orleans, you'll find influences from the French, Spanish, Creoles, Acadians, Africans, Haitians, and many more. So back to Central Grocery, they were founded by Italian immigrants, and they um, actually invited, invented the muffalata sandwich. So it is a Sicilian um, sesame bread. Um, with marinated olives, 
uh, and then cheese and charcuterie, and they make all of this in-house. Um, it's a pretty big sandwich, um, and it's it, you can actually I can share it with three other people, but I, I I'm a light eater. But it's you know you go in and it looks like a grocery store, so you can pick up your sandwich, and then you can get you know bark through beer, and you can uh, actually go find a place to picnic in Jackson Square or along the Mississippi River. And it's a really cool uh, dining experience to have a muffalata while you're in the French Quarter in New Orleans. And of course, you, you can't go to New Orleans and not grab some gumbo or jambalaya. Um, talk to me about the French market, which is a great place to to grab one of these dishes. Absolutely. So we have so many um, options for uh, food here in the city. And we really just credit that to our history um, that has led to the city to become one of the best places to eat in the world. You'll find jambalaya, crawfish, beignets, perlines, um, and of course the muffalata. We really have our own food language and um, really become a food lover's paradise. It's so many options. I sometimes recommend a progressive dining experience. So um, you can create your really own uh, restaurant or bite tour. Instead of eating one full meal at one restaurant, you can break it up to three or four stops into your culinary itinerary. Yeah, and and one of those places maybe you could grab a spot a, a bite to eat is Jackson Square. It's a great place to explore and walk around. Um, what might you find at at Jackson Square? Sure. So Jackson Square is in the French Quarter, and the opposite side of the St. Louis Cathedral, which is pretty iconic um, if you ever see French Quarter photography. It, the St. Louis Cathedral is the oldest Catholic cathedral in the United States. And then next to uh, next to the St. Louis Cathedral are two Louisiana State Museums, the Presbyter and the Cabildo. So these two buildings were original Spanish colonial buildings. And those three buildings, uh, the Presbyterian Cabildo and the St. Louis Cathedral, they just are a true New Orleans iconic site. And um, the museums house rare artifacts of America's and Louisiana's history. Um, other than uh, the two museums, you'll find live music, you'll find artists uh, selling their artwork, you'll find um just many tours on traffic and just enjoying the, the French Quarter and it's tons of restaurants as well. Now, if you want a really good dinner in New Orleans, there's clearly no shortage of, of great places to eat. Um, and you have some renowned restaurants like Antoine's and Broussard's. I'm seeing those. Um, but there's a couple more. Tell me about those those restaurants that you have that are, you know, top notch. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Our award winning restaurants is one of the main reasons why New Orleans is so loved. Our dining scene is definitely a reflection on the city's diverse history, culture, and our neighborhoods. Visitors can choose from our iconic restaurants, or we have many new restaurants that incorporate international influence and fun. We really are a true food lover's paradise. We've had a pretty jam-packed day, but there's one more place you know we got to check out before we call it a day here in new orleans um and you got to stop by bourbon street for lively music and cocktails um but you know don't be afraid to venture out a little further onto frenchman street uh which is you know a place that the locals go talk to me about bourbon street and can you give me a little bit uh, more info on frenchman street 
Absolutely. So from low-lit jazz bars to booming nightclubs, we, we really do have it all. You can dance on a balcony overlooking Bourbon Street, sing karaoke, or you could even take in a nightcap at a local jazz bar. So here, R&B, pop, reggae, blues, it really does fill the air in our streets. Um, Bourbon Street is almost, you know, absolutely necessary for a first-timer, but are the people that do return or are true music lovers, they can venture out to Frenchman Street, which is kind of became the music cap, music capital of New Orleans. It's right outside of the French Quarter. So you can easily venture out to both areas from some really great live music. Day eight. Um, so now we're on to day number eight. This is the end of the trip. Um, so we're going to part depart New Orleans. Um, but you have the New Orleans International Airport. Uh, tell me a little bit about the Louis Armstrong uh, New Orleans International Airport. It's it's a major airport, right? Absolutely, and it's it is it is brand new. Uh, we opened last year. We completely replaced the previous facility, and God, it's beautiful. It makes me feel so grown up. Um, the one thing I love about our new airport is that the New Orleans influence and how it resonates throughout the airport you'll find live music local shops local restaurants um, there's even there's actually even a cafe du monde um, if you want that final beignet to take home before we close the show here's a little more about our guests and how their organizations can be a helpful travel resource when you visit louisiana let's start with erica from the shreveport Bossier convention and tourism bureau well, we would definitely love for you, if you're in Shreveport, Bossier, to stop in and visit us um, at the office. Uh, we are located at 629 Spring Street in Shreveport, Louisiana, 71101. And when you walk in, you will be greeted by the lovely Miss Betty. <laughs> um, but there you can get brochures on the area um, and, you know, learn about great things to do and see here in Shreveport Bossier. Or you can go to our website and visit us at um, www.shreveport-bossier.org. How about social media? Shreveport Bossier Convention and Tourism Bureau. Are you guys on Facebook, maybe Twitter? Absolutely. We are on all of the social media outlets. So you can find us on Facebook, um, Shreveport Bossier, Louisiana's other side. Um, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. And, and Kathy, tell me a little more about the Alexandria Convention and Visitors Bureau. Uh, where can people maybe visit you online or, or just learn more about you guys? Well, we are located in, in downtown Alexandria, 707 2nd Street. Uh, we are on Facebook at Alexandria Pineville CVB. And we also have two campaigns that we promote locally um, Eat Here Sinlaw and Shop Here Sinlaw. Those can be found on Facebook as well and Instagram and Twitter. And our website is alexandriapineville.la.com. Perfect. And, and one more, obviously, New Orleans here with two. Two, tell me a little more about New Orleans and company. Where can people check you guys out? Absolutely. The, the best is our website, neworleans.com. You are just going to find a wealth of information there. Uh, we have calendar events, uh, uh, 17 itineraries based and designed for specific interests. We have um, where you can request uh, a guide or maps of the city. 
Um, and then we have those in digital and print form um, based on your preference. And then also it's a really great resource where you can find the current status and up-to-date information on New Orleans. So um, at this time, what's currently open as far as hotels, restaurants, museums, and attractions, and it's, you know, those are coming short term. What uh, our New Orleans tourism partners have as far as individual safety plans. Wonderful. So from Shreveport to Bossier to Alexandria to New Orleans, we've really covered it all here. Um, guys, I, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to come on the show to tell us some more about your destination. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, that concludes our Cowboys, Indians, and all that jazz itinerary. A big DBE thank you to Erica from the Shreveport Bossier Convention and Tourism Bureau, Kathy from the Alexandria Pineville Convention and Visitors Bureau, and two from New Orleans and Company for joining me today. Make sure to check the show notes for this episode to learn even more about their organizations. The DBE podcast is powered by Group Experience. You can actually listen to the show right on groupexperience.com, or you can find DBE wherever you get your podcasts. Well, that's about all I've got for now. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Have a fabulous day, and I will talk to you soon.